0: hello and welcome monday club well it's thursday and i'm drinking uh wild turkey today bourbon whiskey
1: um, it's a thursday mate it's thursday
0: yeah i know but thursday's a new friday isn't it uh, today we are joined by the wonderful lizzie electrical from instagram um
2: yes yeah, hi. So, hi
0: yeah you may talk now yes yes Hi. speak <laughs> hi <laughs> so no all it is um we're gonna have a little chit chat about a number of different things from maplin to i don't even want to say it from maplin to working on tools whatever man it's a chat it's an electrical chat now before we move on verso go and check them out verso all the links are in the show notes verso is at the bottom that's their logo um they do fuse boards they do awesome accessories i've done my most of my house in their accessories now they're absolutely top quality top notch go and check them out right lizzie yes uh, we've got you on today um to have a chat because what it is there's a lot of people that we recycle on the on on the podcast like we have a lot of people coming through you're a new face we're trying to find new people to talk to Because obviously the old ones are really boring. Um, (laughs) Like Big Aldino and David Savory, pair of tossers. Um, So we have um, invited you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself,
2: mate. Uh, Well, I don't know why I'm on the podcast for a start.
0: Well, not even an electrician? No. (laughs) Not yet.
2: No. No, I'm not even an electrician. Don't know fucking nothing.
0: Fair enough. So, well, in the first five minutes, brilliant. Um, but you are training, aren't you? You are training. Five, yeah, two,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a real life apprentice. Tell them about this madness. What? Because we, we have a chat on the. We have a. We have a chat in the day. We have a, a group before we start. You've got a degree in what? Psychology. How the fuck do you get a degree and then come into this garbage? I know. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Right. So let's backtrack this a sec. So let's go right back because it's an interesting tale, and I want to know. How I it, how it right, first the
0: how old are you right now?
1: It's a personal question.
0: No, it's old <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> 32, almost 33. Right, so how do
0: you go from a degree in psychology, working in Maplin, the whole story, let's go back to basics.
1: A degree in psychology, what did you do that for? And then go, no, I'm going to go on the tools. You must have got some of the trade going off. I can't work it out. Uh, well, I
2: was going to do, I wanted to be a clinical psychologist but doing the degree,
1: it really put me off. What? Because so, it's it's too righty, not enough hands on. I just no, don't. The NHS. I can't. The I'm NHS.
2: Sure. Ah. The NHS, because it's on its ass. I just don't want to go and work for the NHS.
1: So then, sparking. But how do you? How? It's a well, massive change. I'm sure. I'm sure you would have to say we're confused. It's such a massive jump. It was an accident. Um,
2: I am only doing it because. I joked and said to my husband that I should become an electrician, so he doesn't have to get subcontractors, so we can keep the money in the business. And then, <laughs> just went from there. You're
1: so, not the first person to say to me it was a joke. To be fair, but okay. so that's from. So I, I assume this would be some tale from your electrical previous stuff. We've gone from a degree to sparking. What sparking are you doing now? Then what are you do? What are you on with? All oh, my the, light. Of
2: the stuff we do is just domestic and just like lights and stuff in like factories and things. It's nothing that exciting.
1: See,
0: this is this is this is the thing, right? I heard today, funnily enough, it's a pure coincidence that in Devon they're crying out for sparks for like commercial jobs because they simply can't get them down there.
1: Well, I don't know. I know if you go past Portsmouth, <laughs> is that which one's? Is, which one's the furthest one down? Is it Portsmouth or Plymouth? Plymouth. Plymouth. Is that where the is that where yeah. That my cousin lives down there and they are crying out and there down the dockyards for industrial sparks. I know that for a fact. Yeah. That's because
2: live there. It's fucking horrible.
1: Why? I thought it was great down south, all the all the coasts. Yeah. All the, down south. In Plymouth? No. Plymouth's down. horrible. Is it? Yeah. Some's getting upset. Now, where can I call down south, Sam? Where does the down south end?
0: That's down south, yeah, but they're not really part of South South. They're like their own thing, like the West Country. They're kind of West Country, Devon, Cornwall. They're all like bumpkins. They're not part of us, really.
1: <laughs> they're their own thing. They've got their own flag. They've got their own name. They've got their own flag. That's true. Yeah. no. I need to. Uh, I need to go down south and find out. I've not been. I've not worked on that part of the world, so I don't know if I'm particularly interested. But,
0: uh, do you know what they reckon? This is not an electrical podcast today. They reckon, well, I reckon you can put the like Devon and Cornwall up against anywhere in the world in the summer if if you got the if you got the weather. It is stunning. The beaches are stunning. The water's lovely. Everything's lovely. They do the best cider down there. Trust me. It would
1: and be. And ale, we do good ale too as well. Doombar, Doombar's from Devon. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Ah, no, no.
1: no, it's Cornwall. It's Cornwall. Cornwall. I need to work up a fair. To be fair,
0: Cornwall's better than Devon. Yeah,
2: yeah, I have to admit.
1: Yeah. Where is it? I'm Mate, gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get roasted now. My God. <laughs> Are you gonna have local people banging on your door? Yeah, offering you out because you didn't say that. You know what the, the funniest
0: thing is, right? We used to go on. We used to go on holiday to uh, Devon and Cornwall. Well, mostly Cornwall, and <laughs> it was back in the day before Satnavs well back in the day before satnavs is like an a to z right so we used to like if you're traveling somewhere to get somewhere you have to look it up in the a to z like young people don't know about this hardship of a to z's and stuff right (laughs) anyway my dad would be like oh we're going we'll go down to the lizard or whatever it is down there or land's end or whatever it is tintagel there's one, tagal, And we'd have to find our way there. And then they'd pull over and ask someone, like they used to do back in the day. Oh, all right, mate. Um, can you tell me where this turning is, blah, blah. And they'd be like, yeah, a couple of miles down the road. But actually, it was about 20 miles down the road. So my dad used to call them Cornish liars because they'd be like, this is all <laughs> than <in> a mile. <laughs> Fucking lunacy. But so let's take this back to sparking for a sec. Lizzie, so... How how are you training? Are you doing like a day in college, or are you doing one of the short courses and then trying to pick up experience on the side?
2: I am doing a proper apprenticeship, day in college a week. You sound For proud you. of that.
1: You sound proud that I'm you want everyone to know that you're doing a proper apprenticeship. Yeah, I am. I'm going to be a real spark. Yeah, fair one. And wait up, oh, going be... no. <laughs> <Hang> on. <laughs> the, the torch on, fair one. Because uh, yeah, it would if, if it's your boy if it's your husband's business, it would be. Bit easier for you to do short courses, on not it? But you are yeah, doing a maybe. Proper Yeah, I could
2: probably just
1: cheat my through it.
2: But oh. I don't want to do that. I've got to be better than him. <laughs>
0: so, so how long have, long have you been doing it? Who else
2: is on there oh, gone? Uh well, I've been working for a year. Yeah. But I've only just started the apprenticeship. Oh,
0: okay.
1: So you'll so you're pretty fresh into it.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I don't know why I'm on the podcast because I don't know anything.
1: You're still, Come on here, you mm-hmm. still, you're still one of us now we're <laughs> one of us now you're in, you're in the fraternity um and so
0: are you going to fe college like further education like a proper college or are you doing like yeah
2: yeah Exeter college good college nice college. Are you,
1: don't take this the wrong way are you the oldest person there no no, no. on day no, release no. fair one
2: um, yeah i'm not actually there's a couple of us and i'm not the only girl as well
1: you know what, this is the thing, it's,
2: it's so
0: it's becoming so popular amongst uh, amongst women now, getting into the sparking game, it's funny, on the job I'm on now, there's a there's a lady on there, and she is doing roofing, you know, like these big tin roofs and stuff, mm. she's doing that, I was like, what are you doing, and she's like, well, you've never seen a, a, a bird on, on a building site before, and I was like, well, yeah, but most women <laughs> go into sparking now, or plumbing,
1: isn't it? I would want to be a roofer.
0: No, we, 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 discussed,
1: we discussed Rod Hall last week, didn't we? <laughs> I
0: but someone did point out Rod Hall wasn't a roofer, he was an aerial. Have we
1: got to do an official. Uh, we, last week, we said that Rod Hall died for fixing his roof. He was actually fixing his aerial. So, Rod <laughs> Hall's family, <laughs> we do apologize. And uh, <laughs> Emu was not at fault. Yeah, he did not ask him to walk <laughs> the ladder. I know we have to apologize for that, but yeah. But what kind of a Where are you going with it? Do you know you're just still starting? Do, do you want yeah, to, I don't know really. Stir the tools, open the business, or just see what, what happens. What, what aspect do you enjoy about it, basically?
2: Um, none of it. I, can <laughs> eat it. I hate it. Really? <laughs> no, no, I love it. No, I love it. Are, are you not finding niche yet, I reckon? No, I don't know if
1: I have yet. So, how, how long has your fellow been doing it?
2: Um,
1: He has not been doing it very long. Actually. Everyone's new to the game. But you've got your own firm down there. Yeah. So if he's not been doing it very long, you should find overtaking quite easy then. Oh yeah, it'd be fine. But I want to get on something. I want to get on something now because I got a chance to this on Instagram because she put a a story up and I saw it. She used to work somewhere that I think a lot of people who are watching this show will be able to get into. Sam is angry about this.
0: No, I'm not angry about it. He's angry about this. Why is this even interesting?
1: It is interesting. It is interesting. And I, I, I absolutely guarantee that with more comments about this than anything, yeah, I've got something down here to show you this. Yeah. Lizzie, this is my first Maplin catalog oh, from right now. Yeah, look. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> this has got in here the latest product in here is a USB cable. Yeah. So Sam's not getting this, but I have, I think I'm sparky because of Maplin. Because when I was little, my grandma took me in there and I was like, what the fuck is this madness? <laughs> What is going off?
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I'll, fair play, right? Maplin was an awesome store, like, to go in and buy dumb shit that you think you can build that you can't.
1: No, that's that's that's, a, that's the more recent Maplin. In the beginning, anything could happen in Maplin. You could build, oh, and I think computers right. and the internet have killed a lot of it off, but I used to go in there and buy electronics kits and make amps, and that's what proper got me into wanting to be an engineer, proper engineer, not just a electrician. So I think, what, looks, you think you're
0: better than electricians. Is that? What
1: yeah. It's... So I've got letters after my name. I've got a certificate of lot. Oh, listen. Um, see so... those letters after your yeah. name
0: from the IET. Mm-hmm. You could stick them up your ass.
1: Actually, that's not the IET, So fuck you. That's the. know uh,
0: so All them, all them silly letters after your name that you just join a club and get letters after your name. Stick them in your poo hole. What oh, letters, I've
1: got you letters got... After my name. I was say, what letters you got, Lizzie.
2: Uh, I have got BSc with honours. Nice, nice.
0: <laughs> Hold on a minute. Surely you can do something with that. That's better than sparking.
2: I don't want to. I maybe one day.
0: So you obviously enjoy the game. You obviously enjoy like the whole sort of hustle and bustle of building a sparking business, getting involved,
1: mm.
0: and you know, have you have you done any proper honour tools working yet? Like fixing fuse boards and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, went. <laughs> one of my first jobs actually was replacing some old distribution boards in a hotel. That was fun.
1: And it deep end. Wait, <laughs> your yeah.
2: one
0: of your first jobs was doing fuse boards. I hope yeah. that hotel ain't burned down. Let's be
2: honest. No, it's still there. We still do work for them, actually.
1: Jesus. Fuse boards, though. It's not so. Does this mean
0: this hotel work? Is- does this mean that sparking isn't that difficult or are you just really intelligent?
2: Well, obviously, I'm smart. I am the thickest smart person you'll ever meet, obviously.
1: Listen, I've got... What's, What's the main... maths like? What's your maths like from a PhD? Are you just oh. generally all around clever because that's the bit no, that most no, people struggle no. with?
2: No, no, I'm fucking terrible at maths. I'm
1: so <laughs> that's why I became a sparky because I'm terrible at English and maths. I thought I don't need any of that maths shit. Turns out... Yeah, you do, but then computers came yeah. on, didn't they? So I don't need any more.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Do you? How often do you use Ohm's law?
2: Who are you talking to?
1: Both of you. Well, I um, can't talk. I don't know. I don't <laughs> obviously.
0: Jamie, how, when's the last time you used Ohm's law? Legit. I
1: I don't want to say anything because you'll only say some sarky comment afterwards.
0: When's the last time you used Own's law legitimately? Today. Liar. <laughs>
1: no, pickles in vinegar every day, mate. Pickles in vinegar every day. I'm gonna work out a cable size. Actually had to work out a cable size for a fan this morning. Use, use pickles in vinegar. Power what, was vaults,
0: what was the vault, what, like, what was the what like was the draw? The um the fan.
1: The moat was two point two amps. Right. I want I want to pick a bit of cable. Sixteen uh A2R7N, sixteen amps, Bosch. So what cable did you use? hr 7 n one5 mil. What cable? See? You're talking heat resistant black butyl flex. Butyl do you call it? You paupers call it, you don't know numbers?
0: Um, why would we know numbers? It's just like just use a bit of cable. Stop being stop being over the top about it.
1: Oh mate, you are so contracting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, you don't need to be you don't need to be like some super whiz. I, I long I have long held the belief, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like Lizzie might be the um the proof of my belief that <clears throat> although gaining experience to be able to walk on a site and do a lot of stuff takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Understanding what's what the sparky theory isn't that difficult.
1: Yeah. I agree with you, but yeah. mm-hmm. well that's
0: shit then, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, but I want, no, because I'm, just, I'm not going to agree with you properly I won't do that. What I'm saying is, and what I would say to anyone starting the trade, and I say to everyone is, I think, I've got to be careful here, if you want to be a sparky all your life and bash metal, then that's great. If you want to bash house answer life, that's great. But to me, in any career, you should be creeping upwards all the time, slowly creeping upwards to an easy life, which is,
0: now, well, I'm, which is where I'm at now. Well, oh, Here's a good question. Uh, Lizzie, have you done any testing yet?
2: Uh Yeah, actually, we've just been doing an EICR.
0: How do you find the testing side of things? Because that's always a cushy number. C- certainly, a lot of um, a lot of people who don't like working on the tools.
1: Do like doing testing?
2: It's all right.
1: Oh wow! It's just too I... much paperwork. <laughs> too much paperwork for me. No, see, here's the thing, right?
0: I like testing because i haven't done much of it so i like to get involved in it so you're bad at
2: it
1: nothing what did you say (laughs) nothing i said i said you're bad at it
0: (laughs) i'm terrible at it i'm like i'm I'm a functioning functioning apprentice at it like honestly i i don't know my oh mate i've got a mouse in here it's driving me insane (laughs) It's Mate, driving me insane.
1: You've got to, to plough through now. We start, so we've got to finish. It give me
0: anxiety.
1: Before the podcast, for anyone watching now, uh, there's a Sam in Sam's shed, and it was making him squeal like a like a little girl, basically. It's coming Did in that <laughs> Do that? Again. No, it was coming towards me. But listen, listen for, for audio listeners, Sam's not putting that squeal on. That's his real squeal when he sees a mouse. Yes, I don't want it to come at me. It's all right.
0: Listen, <laughs> I don't want it to come at me. Not very good. Right. Lizzie, <laughs> yes. um, what is your favourite thing about sparking?
2: Um, I like wiring consumer units and junction boxes and just... I just like playing with cables, really. I like making them look pretty.
1: Now, that is a dying trade because some people love ramming them into boxes.
2: <laughs> no, no, I think it's nice. I think it's an art, isn't it?
1: Oh, that is oh, a nice, nice thing. Yeah, that is a nice thing to say. Because not a lot of people really? would... De- I can't stand these apprentices that are coming through and trades are coming through. They're getting trained by the more draggers electricians and they don't feel like that. Because, yeah, it should look nice. That yeah, it fact. should look
2: nice. You should be able to-, to look at it and think, yeah, yeah, that's a bloody
1: nice job. You want to get into uh, explosion-proof stuff because that's all about making things look nice, believe it or not. but Do
0: you
2: feel oh, like... Yeah, that will sound good.
1: My last week's podcast...
0: I did say that um, older recruits into the electrical trade tend to be way more capable and care more than the younger guys. Mm. And, and I feel like you might be proof of this because you care about the, the job you do. You're trying to do a good job. Um, and a lot of the time, we've, are not not completely, but... in. most of the time the younger guys just wanted to smash it in didn't they
2: I feel like speaking from experience of what I've seen they're massively ego driven and so they don't necessarily care about how it looks because it's an art they care about making themselves look good
1: I've just realised you've got a degree in psychology so when you assess someone you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> so when you I look did... at someone on site, you're not, you've done that down then. You're like, you're a fucking prick. <laughs> <That's> straight <laughs> off.
0: Do you know what? We've just found our subject. Now, the psychology of working on site could be the one. Ooh. Now, I've got, I, I've got quite a few. I do think that ego is, plays a massive part on in building trades across the board. It's yeah, what definitely. often you ha- you argue with people about the most dumbest shit because it's more of an ego argument rather than a let's do the job the best we can argument.
2: Yeah, definitely. It wastes so much time.
0: Now, do you think that the, the ego you talk about with the, the younger people... Do you feel like that is more because they're young and inexperienced and the ego is the only thing that can drive them? Or do you feel like it's more to do with like male bravado or um, the, the fact that they might feel uncomfortable being on the building site so they act out a bit?
2: Yeah, I think a lot of it stems from insecurity. Uh, and I-, I think people, are, a lot of them, they're desperate to fit in and be accepted So So, I think that's a big part of it. Do
0: you feel like that, um, do you feel like that um, pushes this sort of narrative where this sort of toxic narrative on site where it's just about, there's a cultures on site that go across like um, house bashing where they're all about getting, get out, get get in, get the money, get out. Whereas contracting like in uh, commercial and industrial sites, it's all about, moaning everyone's against them that sort of <laughs> stuff it really is there's a lot of psychology in the industry that there really yeah
2: yeah yeah i, yeah. I, find yeah. It I think it's really interesting how different um cultures can be in different sectors because a lot so, of right
0: like, house bashers house basher apprentices are quite um driven to be good at what they do whereas i i think commercial electricians uh commercial apprentices are sort of driven to be accepted rather than being good at what they do
2: yeah maybe
1: yeah i'm sorry Sorry. i'd say that any decent electrician who's time served is looking for neatness and they will an an apprentice will get the respect of the person they're working for because they do good work neatly and to a decent time scale and i'm wondering because you know about psychology you've picked up on that and that's why you make sure all your work's dead neat <laughs> or are you dead neat anyway?
2: But yeah. No, not, no, my life's not neat. I'm chaotic, but I like my work to be neat. Yeah.
0: What's the, what's the sort of overriding trait you've, you've seen on building sites? Cause this is really interesting for me because in the last couple of months, well, the last couple of years, I've really transitioned to being, I went through a real bad stage of being very dis, um, really down on the trade really down on the building trade and um, the mentality that's on site the um you know you're not rewarded for being good you're generally mm. w- rewarded for being mates with the boss on site that sort of thing and it really it really sort of um annoyed me over the last couple of years but I sort of turned that round and I'm in management positions now. And I'm trying to do things a little bit different Where when I'm in the management position. What is your thoughts on all that sort of stuff?
2: Uh I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times the environment is very... It's just not conducive to good mental health. I think it's very difficult to have a solid footing when the work is hard and you're not where if you're not getting the recognition you deserve or you feel like you deserve um and the pressure is on and nobody's talking to each other about it i just think that none of it is good for you
0: see i i, I have i've long long thought of um i consider i'm considered by some as a bit of an expert on the agency circuit and the agency circuit I call quite soulless. So if you're an agency electrician, you turn up to site, your value is what you put in a day, you don't get much beyond that going forward. So there's a glass ceiling for an agency electrician. You might get a supervisor role, you might not, but really and truly when you start off as an agency electrician, you you will earn the same as when you finish as an agency electrician generally. Um, and I find it very soulless. I still I think that's it...
1: a massive southeast thing. Well, I just—I f... still yeah. think that's a southeast thing, definitely.
0: Yeah, and it's a—it's a very crushing environment to be in because at any moment you could be kicked off site. You can fall out. I was on a site not so long ago. I told the guy not to talk to me in a, in a disrespectful way.
1: Tell me to get my tools and go. So yeah. there's this
0: sort of, it's like a hub of pressure.
1: What's it like How down is your end, Lizzie? Is it as South East Sam talks about, there's loads of subbing because there's all these big projects going off. Where I am, it's a bit more employed. Is it a bit more, is everyone a bit more employed down there as well? Do you have a lot of subbies going around or, or? There is quite a lot
2: of um, agency work. Um...
1: It, it, what's that? Is it because the work's spread out more or is it because it's not? I just it's think not... there's
2: just, there is a lot going on.
1: It's, there is a lot going off. It's there's not a lot dense. Of
0: commercial projects like. I worked in Exeter um, on the Nightingale Hospital for quite a while. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on down there. There's a lot of, like, NHS work. There's a lot of warehouses being built down there.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's there's quite a lot going on. There's a bit of an industry boom, or they're trying to. So there is quite a bit of work. So there's a lot, I guess, quite a lot of subcontracting.
0: But how, like, have you been in that environment, subcontracting environment?
2: No, not really.
1: Just keep your own work. Get your own work. Do your own work. So, do you... Well, actually,
2: saying that, we we've started doing sub, um, some subcontracting work for a company doing Halo security lights, safety lights.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm going to do some of that. And so far, it just seems like a ball
1: egg. Welcome to subcontracting. You've worked it out just under a year. Congratulations. <laughs> what, what do you think,
0: like, from a psychological point of view, what do you find that most difficult thing to deal with?
2: Um, when the job's not going right. And that, the time pressure, I think, when you've only got X amount of days to finish a job and things aren't going right, that's really difficult. And if you don't mm. get it done.
1: Nothing. I, had, I
2: had But a, isn't I...
0: that just, sorry, Jamie, isn't that just like normal pressure? Like that's what any business owner has to be under is, you know, Job's not going right. We've got a deadline. We've got to meet the deadline. There's bonus, There's there's penalties. There's this. Is that isn't that normal pressure? Aren't we meant to be living in that that sort of environment?
2: Yeah. I, well, I don't think we're supposed to be living in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you think like caveman, caveman goes out to hunt hunt a deer. Right? He's been out all day hunting a deer. Ain't found one. Goes home. Wife, tribe. I'm sorry. Ain't found a deer. And they're like, "All right, well, you better find one tomorrow." Now he's under pressure to find one. Got to go back out, and now today he's under all this pressure. He's feeling rubbish. He's got to go and get this deer.
2: Yeah, but they only lived till they were in their like thirty, so I just don't
0: see that's, <laughs> that's not true. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of a lot of the reporting of the average age of a man back in, or, or a person back in the day is. Is a lot lower because of infant mortality.
1: So, Sorry, are you on about the southeast again? Have I missed a bit?
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I'm getting all serious. I want to get all technical about psychology. I, 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 I think it's a very important part of our of our trade. Is the psychological aspect? You can be a house basher and be getting under immense pressure because your you've had jobs blow out. You've um, you've gone to a job and, you know, you've not ordered the right gear. It happens. It happens to the best of us.
1: And now I you're a date I did a job. and a substation change in a cement factory, right? Um, a big job, big panel board, loads of circuits going out of it, big stuff, big parallel 240s, 200 amps supplies, all that kind of stuff. And it, it went. It was going off for about a year, uh, maybe even over a year. And it was that intense that the job had to be done in a certain timescale. We had a plywood model of the switchgear made. So we could make up a new switches that fit in it. Anyhow, I, th- I was, it's right on my street, this kind of thing. I was really enjoying doing it. And then as the job got closer, I got like this, oh, like a nervously twitch about it, is, is the best way I can describe it, yeah. And I found myself at night worrying about it and getting nervous. Anyhow, it's all there on the site, all the gears ready, all the jobs ready to rock and roll. And then the night before, I just did a massive panic attack So I was on the deck. I was just totally gone. Totally Can gone, because I just started thinking, if I don't get this done, we got th- we got three days. And I was like, if I don't get this done, the generators are higher, everything's been dealt with, they've reduced the production and all that. And I literally was on the floor of the kitchen in tears. <laughs> in the end, it all went all right. But I didn't realise or understand the amount of pressure I've put myself on. And unfortunately, that's it was quite an intense job, but I see bashes like that. And I see people like that over money and stuff now. And you're right, what you just said earlier, People aren't designed to work like that. No, which is why you always look after each other and stuff like that. I
0: don't, believe, I don't believe that. I do believe people are meant to work at, at that level. I do nah. think pressures are nah.
2: big. I think we work well under a certain amount of pressure. But when there's so many pressures and they're all just getting on top of you, I just think that there's a reason why suicide rates are so high in the construction
1: industry. Mm, I don't
2: think it's just because people don't talk. I think it's just, it, I think it's intense.
1: The pressure can be fun, corner. If something's, if you're under pressure doing something, it can be enjoyable because otherwise people won't go. Yeah, ill walking or I'm saying would they? But when yeah. it's when it's like, am I going to get paid? Is this job going to get done? Is the customer going to be in? Is my van going to break down? And all those little things, it, it adds up into quite a. Yeah. If you don't keep on top of it, you can let it get you down big style. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing. Here's the
0: thing with that. There is no. There is a. There is an opposite to that. There is a yin to that yang, and the yin to that yang is you can go and find more work and go and pay your bills.
1: That's a worry in itself, doesn't it? Like for some, no. uh, you're you're a, you're a seasoned contractor, son. But some people are going. If I get bumped off this job today, I've got to find some more work. Yeah, but and that's, that's because they're dumb. Gosh.
0: That's because How? they're not, no, they're not doing it right. <laughs> Listen, you, uh, about three years ago, I was in a position. I was on a job in Heathrow for this company called STS, and they built, um, they'd done data center refits or they built them out mm-hmm. of the ground. They're an Irish firm.
1: Oh, well, no, I know, yeah, I know.
0: They are, there's a geezer there called Cartel, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and he was such a horrible dickhead, right? And what happened was you had to work seven days a week, 12 hours a day. That, that we're was, not
1: we're not made for that i tell you right and
0: it was inside a data center so you had the the data center hum we all know what that is who's worked in a data center it's like this constant mm, it's like working how i imagine working on a, on a starship or something and you don't <laughs> and it was at, and it was about uh, two months before christmas i started the job it was decent ish money like it wasn't great money, but because you're doing seven days, you're on that road to Christmas. You knew you had to work up till Christmas, right? But it was so full on. He would sit there and watch the whole floor all day long <laughs> doing their work. And if you weren't so, doing it right, it'd be like, listen, you need to do this, do that, and hurry
1: up. He, what? Sit there, like, what, on a scuff or a or something? Like you're it was there all day
0: at a desk. <laughs> And then if you went to the toilet too long...
1: on the site?
0: Yeah. And if you sat at the toilet too long, like if you went to the toilet for like... Listen, we all do it. We have the toilet breaks at 20 minutes and we don't even need the toilet. Right? I do it all the time. Only 20 minutes? Exactly. Right? And he used to come in and like (laughs) check if you're actually doing a poo or if you're on your phone. (laughs) Stuff like
1: that. You had to take it back outside to him, wrapped in a tissue, to prove you'd done
0: something. I was so dangerous. Uh, sorry, I was so <laughs> dangerous. I don't even know what I'm saying. I was so. I was at the point where we had no money. We were really hard up, and I was so desperate that I was literally selling my soul to keep the job. Mm. And then at the end, I um I had to go home early one day to sort something out. And I, by the time I got home, he had already sent a message to the agency and I'd been sacked. Fucking hell. Going home a little I bit I bet early.
1: that job got snagged to fuck. I bet that job was just junk. I bet everything No, because ever he was, was watching everything you'd done. You can't sustain that level of operational, like, people watching people and not just getting But trapped.
2: here's the point. No, they use that as like psychological torture. That is if
1: that if you did that if you do that to who was a if you do that to a prisoner you get sued. So here's the here's the, here's
0: the point. We got so I, I got sacked about 2 weeks before Christmas and then I went up to pick my tools up the next day and he goes yeah, tell your kids um, uncle Carl said Christmas is cancelled.
2: Oh, I hope you punched him in the face. <laughs> what? The- Listen,
0: nonsense ensued afterwards, but I I (laughs) said... What year was this? Was this This 1818, was it? (laughs) Yeah, and he honestly said, tell your kid Uncle Uncle uh, Cartel has cancelled Christmas.
1: I do not perpetuate violence in any form. Yeah, I'm a bit of a hippie at heart, but I'd have banged him out.
0: (laughs) Nonsense ensued, (laughs) and... And I swore, as I was driving home, embarrassed about the whole situation, I was driving home and I just thought, Do you know what? I am never, this was entirely my fault. I'm never going to allow myself to be in this position again. Because mm. that guy had too much power over me because I was in a desperate situation. And How many people, si-
1: That sounds like Schindler's List, honestly. It sounds like about something <laughs> like that. He's the desk thing. watching over you.
0: It's a legit thing that a lot of subbies go through: is they live paycheck to paycheck. Now, mm. I don't live an extravagant lifestyle. I don't have a load of dough in the bank, but what I do have is I have a month of bills in the bank at all times. So mm. no one ever will have that that over me ever again. And I think that's incredibly <laughs> powerful. And I don't think a lot of, lot of contractors will ever. Um a lot of contractors, certainly subbies and agency workers and people like that have that in their mind when they go into a job that's the that, guy,
1: that, guy, that, that if any trainees watching this year don't let that story put you off I don't think there's many people like that I don't think the trade could sustain many people are, surely. like that surely
0: people be... don't give a fuck about your position in life
1: surely he's been killed by now <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just a it was just a nasty, horrible twat of a geezer. But mate, he's not one of he's not one of like five. He's one of many. There's a lot of people that will sack you for looking at him the wrong way. There's a lot of people that and you give them that power. If you don't have mm-hmm. a fullback plan, you give them that power. And I must admit one of my policies is in your hands as a contractor to have a fullback plan. If you go into something and you've got nothing you're broke bitch. you got, go got to do what you
1: can. That, one of the things that gets me through is, and I've always done this is, I think I'm pretty good on my tools, right? Um, that's my opinion, not necessarily the opinion of people I've been employed by. It's, it's yet but to be But I confirmed. always think that, I'm, yeah, someone's going to come down and inspect me one day. Um, I think I'm all right with what I do, and I think because of that, I'll always be able to find some work eventually. And we'd like you to have a bit of money in the bank for a rainy day, I don't let anyone mug me off like that. I have done a couple of times. We've all been there, but, but yeah. But you do. Do you think? Oh, I'm, I, is it, are we just because people get off on the wrong foot, don't they? Like I, I've met people who thought guys a dickhead, and, and then warm to him, and I'm sure people have done it to me, numerous times. But um, so, I've met people at work. You're like they're like, well, if you don't like it, you can fuck off, and I'll be like, see ya, <laughs> like because that makes me happy, but
0: myself exactly and that allows you to have the ability to walk away from a job that's not good for you i'm not saying listen go into a job have 10 grand in the bank go into a job and be like i don't need to work i mean i'm doing you a favor that's a bad attitude but the fact that someone doesn't hold the 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 balance of your christmas in their hands is entirely (laughs) your fault
1: i still can't believe you said that to your kids what a bastard yeah, and that's what I am saying. And And what's um, funny is just just for people listening, yeah, what's funny is after that story that Sam told happened, one night he was visited by three ghosts.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a legit story. But here's the thing, right? I've recently um been running a job um doing like warehouses and stuff, and there's a guy on there, right? I'm gonna give him a shout, his name's Jamie. And I call him Tasmanian Devil. Right? <laughs> on the first is couple that a of days. Of,
1: that a term of endearment, yeah?
0: It really is. Because on the first couple of days, I didn't want to be the type of supervisor that goes, well, get your tools and fuck off then. Because I find that so disrespectful. And I went into, when I was offered the role of, you know, managing the guys in this particular plot and stuff like that, I went in with an attitude of, I'm not going to sack anyone. I'm not going to pump anyone. Because I don't think. I feel like that's a failure of mine if I do. Mm. Now, he come in and he undermined me and he is a force of nature. Probably a lot like I was at his age. And we was nose to nose about to have a row and I simply just went, tell you what, I'm gonna do something different today. And just told him to calm down. And ever since, he is one of my number one guys. I can deploy him in any situation. Yeah, he's a handful. He goes in there and he will wreck the situation, but he will get the job done and he'll get it done at a good level and he'll get it done quick.
1: He Did is not called number that, one that, deployment. Are you a deer? Did you rut him? <laughs> you rutted him, didn't you? I rutted, you rutted him. Rutted. You have got but your the handles is, together and you were like, took, I'm a man. I'm a man as well. Who's the biggest it, it, it man? Yeah. And you took both battled it and didn't want to prove it. So you just get along now. It took that moment where we was almost
0: about to to have it, and then all of a sudden, it we just sort of that respect was built, and that's what what needed in that particular moment. And I feel like the industry is full of
1: nonsense. I feel feel like you're working in the Victorian era. Honestly, it's bonkers where are you working?
2: You know what it is. There's too many men.
0: You know what? No, no. We
1: right. need no, yeah. an equilibrium.
0: No. His, Women his...
2: aren't like that.
1: <laughs> that is a bold statement. That, that is a very bold life.
0: statement, especially in the era we're living in.
1: I'll tell you a funny story on, on that. Yeah, I've got a book somewhere. It's about shipwrecks. And there's in the, you know, back when there was a, such a thing as shipwreck, right, there's a it, this is a genuinely true story, I believe, from this book. There's a there's some kind of island or un, unfound land, and there's an Englishman shipwrecked on it, yeah, and then there's another Englishman shipwrecked on it on the other side, and the rescue boat comes, and they get them and they get them on board, and it, one of the one of them walks to the other one and goes, "Oh, hello, nice to meet you," and he's like. He's been shipwrecked on the same island as you. Have you never spoke to him before? He went, oh, no, of course not. We've not been formally introduced. You're <laughs> <laughs> in Tales from the 1800s. But that's what it's like on site. People get the attitude like that. I yeah. hate everyone. I hate every other trade. Oh, until I found out, oh, he also <laughs> likes um, whatever he likes. And then you start getting on, don't you? But people don't give it that time to do a little bit of gelling. There's not enough team building nowadays.
0: One of the things I have on site at the moment is I've got a couple of old guys. I mean, Jurassic Sparks, yeah? <laughs> they are 60-odd. What? They've been, seen everything in the contracting game. Now, they won't work with anyone who's not qualified. I don't want them touching my tools. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want them anywhere near me. What, even
1: apprentices?
0: Not so much apprentices. Oh,
1: they're, but... they're, they're happy to train apprentices and work with apprentices, but they don't want to work with... Someone short, who's not short course, yeah. Progress. Short courses,
0: short course. We've got a short course guy on there. He's actually a PhD. It le- no, he's working towards his PhD in English and post modernist, post humanism. Some bullshit, anyway. And he's all he's got his gold card, can't do an armored clan. Um, and we've got a couple of like you know, the typical guys, they've been in it a while. They're trying to get the gold card. They're not doing an apprenticeship, but they're doing it off their own back. I support them guys. But Mm. these two old boys, they want (laughs) to... I don't want them touching my tools. I don't want them near me. I don't want nothing to do with them.
1: And it's like... What's mad is, and I'm I'm going to say this, some people might find it offensive, but I don't care. You know when I started, building signs were for thick people like me. (laughs) Yeah, me. (laughs) Right? It was for thick people. They were skilled with their hands and stuff. But it was full of thick people. And I think it was more friendly because we was all thick. And now, building size is such a molten pot of, not I'm saying it's a bad thing, that all these people training late with degrees and all this madness, it's it just totally changed the vibe. I don't know whether it's good or bad, or better or worse, but it's it's so much different than training 20 years than it used to be. I mean, you just used to be close to it, didn't you? you never get over that nowadays
0: it's mad it's mad like honestly the, the type of people I'm I'm dealing with is so mental I'm like sometimes I walk away and I think how has this happened to my day I don't understand <laughs> now I want to revert back to something um, with you Lizzie is when I so I didn't go straight from school into being a spark I went from being um, I've done because you,
1: sag- you didn't go to school well I
0: did <laughs> I didn't do very well but i did go to school then i went to college and then i went into sales and my perception when i went onto a building site was um quite rough and ready you got to stand up for yourself and all this sort of stuff and my first job i w- i had three fights <laughs> because i was like what do i do in this situation someone's been a bit rude to me i'm like who are you talking to and they're like who are you talking to i'm like you bitch and then all of a sudden and i was like and i quickly realized you was that... rooting <laughs> <laughs> well it might as well be Isn't I quickly it? realized that i was being like well over the top that's insecurity is it not
1: definitely i can't 100%. believe i'm was... I can't believe what was routine you do. This is crazy your idea. <laughs> you <are a> <laughs> so yeah. uh, do you know what fun- I am?
0: I'm a functioning fool.
1: <laughs> and now all these clever people are coming along and ruining our environment, so we can't function as fools. I know, anymore. like
0: this geezer, he is doing a PhD in English post humanism. That's post Postmodern No humanism. Listen, it don't even make any sense. It's like how the language has changed and how that applies to humans today.
1: I'm a bit selfish because you know all these you know the clever people they've got I'll say it's because you're I'd say you was clever if you weren't here. the clever people with PhDs and stuff like that, yeah? Aren't they meant to do in the serious jobs we're in the country while we all fuck around? Yeah. <laughs> they meant to be in the clever stuff. Yeah. There'll be no doctors. There'll be no doctors one day because they've all decided to become chippies or something. I'll be like, who's gonna fix my leg then? What are you doing? <laughs> what is that, Liz? What is it for you, Liz? Is it I know you said you didn't want to work for the NHS? Is what how do you find your stress level compared to what you thought you was gonna do? Do you reckon you're like, is it is it an easier day? Mentally. Yeah, I reckon.
2: My problem is, is if it gets like if one likes a really stressful job and it's all going wrong. Or we're trying to find a fault that is impossible i have a really great time and it's kind of selfish because
1: ah so that's <laughs> so, like losing his
2: mind but i'm like oh this is so fun i'm having such a great time
1: what because it's a because it's more a higher level type thing you've got to think about it work maybe out, maybe break maybe it i down. like it when the
2: stakes are higher i don't
1: know i, I like i'm a Controls engineer, process engineer, and all my days is finding folks like that, and that's what I do enjoy that because it's like, look what I've done. You're thick, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I get, I totally get that.
2: Yeah,
0: but all See, but my the, my, but, my day don't... is spent working out other people's problems. It's like today I had we've run out of um, tech screws, and I'm like, okay, so what that's do you want me to do about it? <laughs> now I've now I've got to go and boil tech screws off the roofer, um, and you know. It's just nonsense. It's constant. It's basically wiping people's ass. Like That's bad admin.
1: People with bad admin need to be taught good admin. <laughs> like, that's one thing I got out of the army. Yeah? They're like, oh, I ain't got this. Oh, yeah. You see that tree over there? Run to it. <laughs> you're like, go. No. So I call it like, so you get it on, training, on base training. Like, so I sort of go, uh, I've forgotten my sleeping bag. And you're like, okay. See, there's a tree over there. Run to it. So... <laughs> You didn't forget things anymore, but you'd stop talking about it. So rather whether they life breezy. Like, someone ain't got any text groups for like that. Just keep the mouth shut till they found some. Or magic some out of thin air. But there's a lot of people now that think every site owes them a living. Like, oh, have you got all the stuff for me laid out for me to do a job? No, mate. It's not fucking Blue Peter. You have to do some admin yourself. <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not all laid out. neatly, not like on a cookie chair They have all the Greeks laid neatly on the a table and they just pour them in. It's not like that. You've got to be able to go, oh, I need some tech screws next week. Uh, next week, I'm going to need a load of lengths of tray, or, oh, next week, we're going to need this, or tomorrow, in advance. Everyone gets it like that. Oh, mate, you got any, uh, you got any screws? No, mate, I'm not a fucking walking screw shot. Why do you tell me you wanted some? But that's what we're not teaching at college, and that is what people learn if they're in small companies better, because that kind of shit really matters.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um I, I've got to be honest, it's been a right eye-opener running this job. So I run a lot of quite close community jobs where they were established contractors, they were established electricians, they were established... All of the stuff was established. Now the jobs I'm running are agency guys and subbies. It's really, really tough. What, it's in, a very in... different
1: what there's no so there's a firm doing the job but most of the people there just ain't, say
0: oh, yeah that's how most jobs are run
1: not where around for but no, that I is think. that that sounds like trying to stick a bit of wet spaghetti up a cat's arsehole to me no
0: so <laughs> so you get what you're given so you have to build teams out of the people you're given and you so what you have to do is find the different like <clears throat> what what makes one person strong and then you have to couple someone up with him.
1: And no, you're doing psychological things like yeah. assessing people, working out their strengths and weaknesses, pairing them up with people that can do all the other eat up each other. And
0: compliment out. them, yeah. So complimenting—that's
1: a big word. Good one. I like that.
0: Yeah, essentially, what it is is, um, yeah, it's, it's team building. You've got to build these teams. You've got to deploy the teams. And I have one guiding principle and the, the bosses probably wouldn't like this guiding principle, but it's working so far, and it's happy work, not hard work. And well, after-
1: <laughs> That should be a general rule, shouldn't it? That's yeah, but a- if people are doing what they're happy with, it's not yeah. hard work. But the fact that you're to reintroduce that concept to a working environment is baffling. Back in the day, like, they go, oh, uh, Bob likes putting lights up, so Bob puts all the lights up. And like nowadays they go, oh, you can't do that. You've got to be multitasking. Why Yeah, why but not? what you
0: have is like... Bob no loves it. So I've got one guy who loves doing containment. I've got one guy who loves doing second fixing. I'm not going to put the guy who, who loves doing second fixing on
1: containment. You know I who would, would though? That guy at the data centre. He'd do that.
0: He'd do it just... <laughs> and then laugh at you and go, ah, you don't like it, do you? So you're going to do it. You're... I'll be
1: thinking about him for days, honestly.
0: I'll be thinking... Honestly, <laughs> his name's Cartel. You um, and... better
1: not say his name out <laughs> nah no, fuck him he's a prick
0: <laughs> and and to this day to this day I hate him no I don't I don't really give him much thought to be fair
1: but what's good is because he was such a the word I'm not going to say on this podcast because I get told by you every time I say it that's probably why you think differently about managing people in a more healthy no. way
2: yeah it's... he was a good life lesson for you there you go no.
0: He absolutely was a good life lesson for me and I approach contracting differently now because I will never, ever you don't, allow myself. You
1: don't want to be him, do you? Yeah.
0: No, I, it's not that I don't want to be him. It's that I approach everything from the, the position I was working for him. I was skint. I had Christmas coming up. I had to work all the hours. I had to sell my soul to, to get, get the job done. And when he he knew that as well, and he used that, and then when he sacked me, he used that as well. And I thought I will never be in this position again. I'll make sure that I've got enough enough money in my bank at all time to be able to walk away from a toxic job like that. You and can't manage that's a very impa- a very powerful thing to do, and once you do that, your life gets. Your working life as a contractor gets a thousand percent better because you're never really under anyone's
1: control. You can't manage people with leverage, can you? It's not going to work. It's bribery, leverage. You like can,
0: but you build resentment, which is actually a very um is a isn't a great way of controlling people through resentment.
1: What about you, Lizzie? Is this a, 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 you're a year in? You obviously know the crack because you're not wet behind the ears can you stick it in the environment are you happy with it is it going better for you than you, than you think it would have?
2: yeah definitely I definitely think it's where I'm supposed to be
1: that's 100%. supposed to be I find sort, as a female I've got to ask you spark it to me but obviously not everyone thinks like that how's that bit going is it
2: I think I've been really lucky and I haven't really experienced a lot in terms of people acting weirdly with me um, but I know that a lot of people I know have
1: had so much shit. Really? Yeah. Off, off. So they're not here to ask themselves either. But who off? Older people, younger people, or just the general Anyone, twats? Anyone really? Yeah,
2: yeah, just general twats.
1: Have you had social
0: media creepiness? S-
2: so much. Really? It's un- it's unbelievable. Yeah, so much.
1: See, you're not the first person. I've got I've, I've got a couple of female sports mascots on here yet, yeah, and they won't come on because it's said social media. So it's so on, on Instagram and stuff, and I'm like, it doesn't seem like that kind of platform, but it is. Is it that bad?
2: The prob- the worst thing about it is um, they are sneaky and they will come to you and act like they're they're just trying to be, help you out and they just want to help you learn and progress and things like that, mm-hmm. and. Um, they're not they've got ulterior motives and it can be dangerous because so many people will offer you um like to shadow them or come work with me and stuff like that oh and... but they're not
1: they're not offering it to bob and phil and mick yeah no yeah yeah, no. yeah, yeah. the no. amount
2: of people that offer for me to go and work with them is actually ridiculous they don't um... even know if i'm any good i could be really sure <laughs>
1: could be... we might have completely made you you might be a character great we create for this podcast to try this out you know what i mean it's
2: Exactly, I just work in Morrisons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said it was Maplin. Fuck. Oh, fuck. So I'll mumbling. never get a 12p resistor now. Many years <laughs>
0: ago, um, at the beginning of this podcast, I, I had a friend who was a female spark in the trade. And she was working... She was working in a certain area of the country, and there was another influencer who worked in that area of the country. And he said to her, why don't you come and work with me? No problem, blah, blah. Turns out he was an absolute raving crackhead. And he was, she went to his site, she went to his site, right? And and I'm keeping her very secret for a reason. But he went to her, she went to his site to work for a couple of days. And he was doing insane things. He was shooting up crap. He was doing all kinds of stuff in the bathroom, and then he'd come out and he'd be crying. He'd be like laughing, and he'd be all off the chart. And then he would be like, then he would be telling people he's had like relations with her. He's done all this stuff with her, and then he'd be like setting up things. It was crazy. Welcome to Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, so like I can resonate with what you're saying. Yeah, like, it's absolutely insane. People think is it not?
1: Is it? It's not. Not. Uh, it's not the majority, is it? Please tell me it's not the majority of people's eyes. It's just. It, it is a.
2: There's a lot. Of there ads. is a lot, and it's often people officer... you don't think. Obviously, I'm not going to name any names, but it's often people you would never suspect. But listen,
0: let's I've been... quantify this a little bit. When you say it's a
1: lot, um, a lot 95% of pop- of the population are decent people, and five percent of nutcases. So, I reckon it's just those sure 5% doing
2: sure it. Man. But what kind oh, f- uh, yeah, of, of
0: harassment you know? are you getting?
2: Oh, I can't even say. I can't you're even just say. Some of, it's, some of it's disgusting. A lot of it's disgusting. Oh.
0: So, you're getting a lot of pictures and stuff like that? Uh,
2: not necessarily just pictures. It's the things people say. Um, but we, like, men are so lucky. You can go and just work anywhere. You don't have to worry about what you're walking into. Like I talk to so many girls and they say that they've been like blocked from leaving rooms and stuff because they're alone yeah. on site and things like yeah. that and they've been like, inappropriately grabbed and things.
1: I'm just I'll say, yeah, that where I work, that does not happen in front of me, right? I'll go Listen. out there. And every lad, anyone who's got any respect for themselves should not any what do we say? Any actions you allow to happen in front of you is what you accept. And I don't know anything like that.
0: I don't know anyone. And I'm talking there's a lot of people I work with that would accept that or would turn a blind eye to that.
2: Yeah.
0: it's quite shocking to hear that for us. Mm.
2: I think I'm a in a lot bubble I'm in a bubble of sorry. In smaller situations, um loan workers and things like that. I don't necessarily think that it's happening in larger organizations although i do know a really good spark who was on a job and um she was treated disgustingly in
1: front of everyone see uh, uh you know what maybe i think I must be what i would call a bubble yeah i don't witness it because people know i don't accept it and the people yeah. I'm around am around accept it but i guess there are sites where people are less inclined to go what the what, what fuck are you doing and, it, mm. and people get away with yeah, it. Like, anyone as... who's doing that wants to get their head of wobble, to be honest. Yeah, but you think,
0: like, a lot of them... I bet a lot of those guys are dads and husbands.
1: Mm. Yeah, or, or son, or, or have come out of a woman. I, I will say this this after this week. I'm not a the name of who this is, but he'll know, and she'll know, yeah, and they are known to this show. Um, a, a, an, an influence, is, and I'll not call him that, an Instagram sparker who is in a relationship with another Instagram sparker, Um there are people on Instagram that will correct female sparkies more than they will men. They'll go, Oh, 100%. Do, you, do you realize that that's not 45 mil height? Whereas they would never say it to an else, And he, who is probably laughing by now, so nobody listening to this, um, went back down to the guy's Instagram and found some work which I would describe as absolute fucking dog shit. <laughs> so then he reposted it, going, and the works the, the, the girl had done was, was reasonable. There's nothing I could see wrong with it. And he, he got this fucking picture of this Sparks work. It looked like it had been chased out by fucking Barney Rubble. And I was literally in hysterics. If anyone wants to know what it is, PM in, I'll tell you. I'll show you the picture But yeah, fair person. Uh, I don't want to name them because they might not want to be named, but do they you... went for the guy and it was funny as fuck. And that is the way to do it. Is if someone starts pulling that kind of stunt, yeah, they wouldn't like it if it was their own, so but yeah, it was a good one this week. Lizzie, I sorry to be so vague about that. It was too vague that as a story. It's but... so
0: obvious who it is. Yeah. Lizzie, Do you find that you get pulled up more for for being a female than you than say your husband does?
2: Hmm. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't. He his Instagram is not as active as mine.
0: No, but like on site, do you have that sort of thing where they they double check your shit rather than double checking his?
2: Not really. Not really, because um, ultimately he's in charge of me. So I think people trust his yeah. judgment.
1: Do they ask you who you are? Do you get there with him? Do you work together? Obviously. Yeah. Do, yeah. You get, do they get there like, oh, who's this for you? Who's uh, this? Like, you know what I mean? That kind of behavior. Yeah.
2: I uh, yeah, get patronized quite a bit. Like, oh, you want to learn to be an <laughs> That's so
1: sweet. You know who's worse at patronizing female tradespeople? Old women. Mm, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 you get look you...
1: from them. It's quite sweet
2: though.
1: they are like, Oh yeah, that's I so think lovely. they passionalized with the it. There was a there was a girl I worked with, um, Alison, they're not a name a second name. So this 20 years ago I worked with her, and we had a guy, I think he's dead now, Jack. And if at any point any of the lads on site, because we all like, looked after, because it was quite unusual then, and they'd go, Oh, she's all right, isn't she? Blah blah blah. And you'd give a secret code to Jack, which was to scrape red like that, and he'd come across and go, Where's Alison? I've got to give her a lift home, or something to that effect. And then they go, "Who's that?" I'd go, it's a dad. And they'd be like, I've, <laughs> just, "I've just said this to him." He'd be like, oh. and people would like look like they wanted the will to open up and swallow. Him. Or sort of people would go, "If you did that," they would go, "Oh, it's my sister," and like that. And people would literally die of embarrassment. It was so funny. When you say
0: Lizzie, when you say um, there's people you wouldn't expect, quantify that for us.
2: Oh, I don't know if I should.
1: Just do it. Who cares? Come on, this is that podcast.
2: No, it's just people. They um, they give off an air of being so decent. There's so many guys on Instagram who will make sure that everyone thinks that they are amazing um, and a really decent know, guy, but they're not. <laughs> there's there's so many. They're not. Are they
0: Are they influencers?
2: No, not really. No, oh. not really.
0: Oh, I would love it if they
1: was. And um, just to add, I feel should so trip it because it's it's so hard work for me and Sam to have to do... With this going off, and now I know this kind of thing is off, yeah, it's so hard to get female sparks in there because of this, because even just breaking a conversational like app, nonce. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to get you on a podcast. Please <laughs> don't send your fucking dad round to get hey. the fuck out of me. So, yeah, if we do contact you, I I am um, I just want to put it out there. Sam's rolling in the trade. I'm known in the trade. All my information on the internet so I've got my own company there. Please don't be put off if you get a random message from me like, oh, do you want to come on the podcast? I'm not being seedy. I just want someone or you to maybe come on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and on that bombshell, Monday Club, we're out.